Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Monday Morning Assist is brought to you by Coach Unplugged and the great people over at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. Here is our host, Eric Shirk. This is Eric Shirk bringing you the Monday Morning Assist. On this episode, Rich Lad, Poor Lad, brought to you by the great people at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. Winning resources, videos, one-on-one mentoring, private forums, and so much more. Check out teachhoops.com today. This particular episode, we'll talk rich lad, poor lad, which is a uh, tribute to the Robert Kiyosaki book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, except this is the basketball version. Now, in the regular version, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, It was all about Kiyosaki's youth and everything that he learned from his father and his best friend's father. Now, his father, who was the quote-unquote poor dad, was the uh, typical 9-to-5 grinder, doing everything the hard way, take your brain out of the equation, and just basically just break your back for as long as you possibly can stand it to take care of your family. And There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He learned a lot of valuable lessons from his poor dad, his blood father. But he learned a ton of other lessons, all valuable in nature, in a different light from his rich dad, which was his best friend's father, who was very successful and was much more of a free-thinking entrepreneurial type and uh, showed a young Kiyosaki exactly how to put your money to work for you and to work smarter rather than harder and he took both of these uh, lessons um, that he learned from both dads and uh, all the lessons he learned from both dads and combined them to become a powerhouse himself and be very successful and go on to tell that story and share it with the world and 
That was 21 years ago, and I believe last I checked, his net worth was around $80 million, but I, I think that was several years ago, uh, so it's probably probably up around 100 at this point. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Robert Kiyosaki, but just a little background there where the title comes from. Now we go into the basketball version, rich lad, poor lad. And uh, the lad just sounds cool. I thought that was kind of neat, but this is for guys and gals, boys basketball, girls basketball, all levels. Rich lad, poor lad. What does that mean? It's basically the basketball version that says if Robert Kiyosaki can learn a ton of valuable information from both of his dads, then why can't coaches learn a ton of valuable information from all their different types of players? It's funny that it's automatic thought in any situation when you think of coaches and players, you think, well, the coaches are teachers and the players are learners. Uh, the more the players pay attention, the more they'll learn from the coaches. Well, guess what? It works both ways because the players teach us as well. In some cases, they teach us more than we teach them over a course of of time. And uh, I think a big reason for that is they've been through so much and so many different phases of their life, even in their young lives. Players are so unique in what they bring to the table. Whether you're coaching middle school or high school or even coaching college, you're still dealing with young men and women that are anywhere from 11 years into their life um, up to 18 years into their life already. And then obviously into college up in the 21, 22 range. But the whole point of it is you think about what so many of these kids have been through, the stories that they can tell us, compared to, obviously, as coaches, all the things we've seen in our lives. But, uh, I don't know, somehow this this newer generation, this last 10, 20 years, it just seems to be so much more happening in the lives of young people nowadays. Uh, you know, just... A lot of it, unfortunately, is uh, is tragic stuff with school shootings and um, just so much worries about guns and violence. And uh, you got social media and bullying and all these different things uh, going on in their lives and the lives of the world. And it's so important to remember that as much as we have to teach them and to share with them that they have so much to share with us and we can learn so much from what they have to teach us about life and about perseverance and all sorts of great things. And so it's really valuable for coaches to keep their eyes open, keep their ears open. We used to tell our players all the time, you don't only listen with your ears, you listen with your eyes. All eyes, all ears on us when we're talking. And uh, we let them know that's because of respect and because we've got something valuable to share with you. It's the same thing when we listen to our players. All eyes, all ears on them. Sometimes they tell us things without actually talking. You can read their, their body language. You can read their vibe 
You can feel it sometimes. Something's something's not right. You know what's what's going on? How how's everything at home? What's going on in the classroom? Uh, this goes into something that I think puts it all in motion and brings both sides together. Uh, and it really needs to be the coach that initiates this. <laughs> the player, it's not their job. It's the coach's job. And when I say this, what I'm referring to is the phrase, coach the person, not the player. When you coach the person first, the player will follow. The player will be born out of the person, out of the young person that you are coaching and building a rapport with and eventually a relationship that will that will be a part of their lives going forward on and off the court uh, on into their lives as, as young men and women and growing up eventually to be uh, to be dads and moms and uh, you know successful people in so many ways and how cool is that as coaches to be a part of that now, you go back to the rich dad, poor dad thing. Well, we don't really know because we're not, we're not in his shoes or in his mind, but I wonder how much Kiyosaki was thinking at the time when he was learning these things, whether it was one-dimensional, two-dimensional, three-dimensional, whether it was something that was just literally being drilled into him or something that he was just picking up um, when there really wasn't a lesson being taught at that moment. But he was still finding value in what was being observed or what was being heard. I wonder how often he acknowledged in that moment, man, this is good stuff. This is really good. This I gotta write this down. I gotta type this out. I gotta I gotta hold on to this literature, this pamphlet, or whatever he received. Um, uh, that really worked well what he just did there. Let me uh, let me make sure I have a copy of that. Whatever it is. Uh, I think it's the same thing with coaches when we listen to players and we set the example for them and remind them that, hey, we're taking notes on you. We're listening intently to you. We want to know your story. How are you feeling today? What's going on at home? What's going on in the classroom? Broken record, I know, but there's always something happening in a young person's life. You know, uh... (laughs) All these kids are are falling in love and getting their hearts broken and all these different things. And a lot of them don't want to share. But the ones that do, you want to make sure you listen. You don't ever want to be a closed door. And so if you coach the person, not the player, and you build that relationship person to person, eventually the coach-player slash player-coach relationship will develop and flourish. But it all starts as people, as human beings. So we learn that, number one. Coach the person, not the player. The player does not exist without the person. And our job is to make sure that we're there in every possible way for the player. After we've been there for the person. Almost slipped up. Coach the person not the player. The player will follow. Um, In addition to this, you think about all the diverse backgrounds and classes and cultures. Kids are dealing with 
all sorts of different things. You know, some kids don't have a father. Some kids don't have a mother. Some kids don't have a father or a mother. Uh, some kids come from stable homes. Uh, you know, some kids are coming from homes where they're not sure where their next meal is going to come from. And um, we can learn so much from them if we're willing to seek to seek out what they're trying to tell us. Um, to let them know that we care. Not that we're trying to be better coaches. We're, we're trying to be better people. And just as we coach the person, not the player, if we be the person, eventually, if we're a better person, eventually being a better coach will come out of that. And the players recognize that. 24-7, 365, no doubt the players recognize, hey, coach has my back. Coach gives a you-know-what about what's happening to me off the court, off the field, out of the classroom, out of the school. He's not just going robot on me. That's one of the biggest things that bugs me in life is when somebody goes robot on you. And it's happened to me many times. And you can tell right away they're on autopilot. There's no heart. There's no connection. There's no humanity. It's just straight up robot they're just giving you the script and as soon as I spot that in somebody it's very hard for me not to write them off immediately you go robot on me once I won't give you another chance and kids are the same way oh coach is a robot coach is on autopilot you know what he just he don't he don't care about me he just trying to win games well winning is great let me get to the next point of rich lad, poor lad, and what we can learn from players, just like Kiyosaki learned from his two dads. The next point is also the conclusion, because you don't need a lot of bullet points for this. You just need to go out and do it. It's a feel. It's an instinct. Just listen. Focus. Pay attention to what the young players are telling us, the lessons that they've learned the joy, the pain. And what does this conclude to? Well, it's another phrase, and I'm big on quotes and phrases. The first one was coach the person, not the player, and the second one and the conclusion is the harmony of one common goal. The harmony of one common goal. Well, what's the number one goal of any sports team? In any sport, at any level, the number one goal is winning. Well, that's not the harmony of one common goal for this concept. To me, if you're chasing wins and only wins and that's your only goal, you may win some games, but you're probably not going to win too much beyond that. You're probably not going to have too much playoff success. And maybe if you have a little bit, you're probably not going to win too many titles, too many championships. But more importantly, you're not going to win any relationships. You're not going to win any any human uh, bonding situations that only occur when your mind is on the person and not on the player and not on the game and not on the wins. So the harmony of one common goal is pretty simple. It's going to sound cliche, it's going to sound kumbaya, but it's this. 
to be the best team that you can be. Period. That's for you. That's for the players. That's for the parents. That's for the staff. That's for the school, teachers, faculty, principal. Whole nine. Let's be the best team that we can be, encompassing all diversity, all cultures, all classes, all backgrounds, all languages, you name it, right across the board. Every ounce of joy, every ounce of pain, every story that we have to tell, all the lives that we have led, the young people to this point in their lives, coaches to where they are, everybody in between. Let's share our stories. Let's share our joy, share our pain, and share all the ins and outs. Remember my favorite quote from a previous audio blog, an honest man has nothing to fear. Let's trust each other more than we've ever trusted anybody. No secrets on this team, no lies. We put it all out in the open because we care, and we want to make sure that we're the best team that we can be. Maybe not the fastest, maybe not the strongest, But the best meaning that we're the closest and we're the most accountable team that could be, that we're going to have each other's back always. And we're going to make sure that we keep each other honest, keep each other disciplined and working harder than we would ever work for anybody else. Because everybody on this team knows that we have each other's back and we care. And we give a darn on and off the court. And when you are the best team that you can be, it's that wolf pack. When all the wolves come together to go get food, they don't go out by themselves. They go out by themselves. Each wolf in that pack, they might not be eating too good. And when the winter comes, they might not be surviving. But they all go out and hunt together as a pack. A strength in numbers, the bond. They all bring something different to the table. One's a little bigger, one's a little smaller, but that smaller one is quicker. And that bigger one is a little stronger. And then you got the one in between that's just a jack of all trades, and he's going to be all over the place. Maybe maybe one of the wolves has a little bit more of a, of a stronger grip. Maybe one of them's got sharper teeth. And they, they all combine before the hunt and say, what are we going to do today? What's this strategy? Now, I don't, I don't know how wolves communicate. I, I know they howl. But I'm just saying, picture that in your mind where the wolves before the hunt are all figuring out what they do best. Now, let's go do it. Let's go get this food. It's the same thing with the team. Be the best you can be. Have each other's back. Let's go get this food. And guess what comes out of it? Winning. Winning should never be a goal. It should never say, what's your goal? Oh, our goal is to win. No. Winning is a product. Winning is a product of everything else that you do. What do you do best? Well, we're, first of all, we're the closest team on this planet. We are just attached at the hip. We're family. That's a big word. Family, love, honesty. That's That's the wolf pack right there. The real wolf pack. No robots, no lip service, no autopilot. Okay, that's great. Well, we're going to wrap this up. The rich dad, poor dad concept. And the basketball version, of course, is rich lad, poor lad. Well, what, is, what does all this mean? What, why, 
why do all this? This sounds great. Yeah, my players love me and I love them. And whoopee-doo, you know? Well, the whole point of it is when you're not chasing wins at all costs, instead you're, you're chasing each other to make sure everybody's good, everybody's safe, everybody's healthy, happy, accountable, working hard. What's going on in your life? All right. Oh, you didn't have much to eat today? Come over to my house. You didn't uh, have a chance to uh, to study for that test, and and you're you're a little concerned. Well, let's let's find out what you know. How many teammates are in your class? Okay, so and so's got some extra notes, and he's he's going to head over to your place tonight, and you guys are going to get to study a little extra after practice. We weren't aware that you were a little concerned about that test. All these things. Recognizing that winning is a product. It's not a goal. It's a product of everything else that you do. So, as we said before, you coach the person, not the player. And the player will follow. And you combine for the harmony of one common goal. And that is to be the best team that you can possibly be. And as you make that your goal, that one common goal, let's be the best team we can be no matter what. The product of winning will always follow you wherever you go. It may not be a playoff team. It may not be a championship team. You know, that's that's all universal as far as I'm concerned. You know, we're, we're not psychics. We can't predict the future. But we can always be the best team we can be, the closest. And just have that, that discipline, that discipline of we care we care what's going through everybody's mind, through everybody's heart. And we know how bad we want to win. So let's work hard together. Let's be the, the wolf pack and go out there and hunt together. Let's eat. And that's pretty simple. And the last part, the best part of it is, the best teams, the best teams that come together and win, However far they go, they do it regardless of where everybody's from, whatever background, whatever language they speak, whatever nationality, whatever culture, whatever class. They all come together as one unit. It just doesn't matter who's who or what's what. It's all love. And it's all team. It's all family. An honest man has nothing to fear. No secrets on this team. And no robots either. We come together like Voltron. And that's a beautiful thing. So thank you, Robert Kiyosaki, for Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's a great book. You should read it sometime. And for reminding us of how much we can learn from the people around us. Whether it's your parents. Whether it's your coaches. Whether it's your, your teammates or coaches. For us, it's our players. And what can we learn from our players? That's family right there. And it uh, doesn't get any more important than that. I'm Eric Shirk, as always, with the Monday Morning Assist. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. And don't forget to check out teachhoops.com. Thanks for listening to Monday Morning Assist, brought to you by Coach Unplugged and the great people at teachhoops.com for basketball coaches who want to get better. 
If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show and leave a review. Have a great start to your week. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.